Johnny, a husky 10-year-old, and his pals were playing on the sand pile by the new home. As they wrestled up and down, the sun slowly set through the trees and cast long, shadowy fingers across the unfinished house and the great piles of unused lumber. The darker it got, the brighter glowed the red warning lantern which the workmen had left behind until finally everything was bathed in an eerie red glow. Finally, the game stopped, and the boys, breathing heavily, looked about them. Gee, it's scary, isn't it? Nothing to be scared of. Oh, yeah, whispered another boy. I'll bet that you get out of here as fast as we do. Johnny yawned and stretched. I don't know, fellas. Maybe I'll just spend the night here, the whispering boy said. Go on. I just dare you to. What'll you give me if I do, said Johnny, who liked to take dares to show how brave he was. My new scout knife, whispered the boy as he edged toward the road home. Sure, said Johnny, like taking candy from a baby. Drop off and tell my folks I'm camping out for the night. Johnny looked around and started for the unfinished house. He was startled for a moment as he saw a great shadow moving against the side of it, but laughed weakly to himself as he realized it was his own shadow caused by the red lantern light. One room was almost finished. At least it had a floor and a roof on. Good a place as any, said Johnny to himself as he found a clear place on the floor and settled down. The wind blew crisply through the open doors and windows. There was just a sliver of a moon, but it was quickly covered by a swift-moving cloud. Soon there was no light at all, but the red lantern glowed against the opposite wall. After a while, Johnny thought his eyes were playing tricks on him, because the red lantern light seemed to be getting dimmer and dimmer. What was that? He heard the sound of scratching from the next room. It got louder and louder. Then around the corner scurried a squirrel. Said Johnny half to himself. The squirrel looked at Johnny and almost grinned. At least Johnny thought he did. And he settled back again. What was that? Scratching again. Louder this time. Then he saw a shadow move slowly into the doorway. It was another squirrel, but it was as big as a cat. Johnny pretended to be asleep. The big squirrel pattered over to the little squirrel and spoke to him. Hello there, Henry. Well, what are we going to do with him? Good evening, Clarence. We'll wait until Charlie comes, said the little squirrel. And they both turned and grinned in Johnny's direction. Through half-closed eyes, Johnny thought that their teeth were awfully long and that he didn't care so much about that new scout knife. A few moments later, there was some more scratching. Pretty loud this time. And in the door came a squirrel as big as a sheepdog. He shuffled over to the others and nodded in greeting. Hmm, Henry? Clarence? Hmm, what'll we do with him? Henry piped up. Like I just told Clarence here, George. I'll wait till Charlie comes. George nodded and grinned at Johnny, who was beginning to have some doubts about this whole adventure. He was beginning to wish he was home in his own bed when he heard a heavy noise. 
And in through the door came a squirrel as big as a good-sized pony. His bushy tail brushed the top of the door as he entered. He lumbered over to the other three and sat up, and his head almost touched the ceiling. He said, Hello, Clarence. George. Oh, I didn't see you there, Henry. Well, what are we going to do with him? The other three said, Hello, Cecil. Wait till Charlie comes. Then they all turned toward Johnny, but before they could grin at him, Johnny leaped to his feet, and as he ran wildly out the door, he shouted, Tell Charlie I couldn't wait! Blasphemousnessradio.com Halloween Spooktacular 2014!